the Get Fit Babe podcast. I'm Cody Talley, founder of Get Fit Babe. I'm a fitness and lifestyle entrepreneur with a mission to enlighten women. I'm not trying to motivate or inspire you. I want you to realize that you have the ability to do that within yourself. You're not stuck the way that you are. You do have the ability to change. Through getting physically fit, mentally fit, emotionally fit, spiritually fit, and living out a Get Fit Babe lifestyle, I want to help you feel the fire in your soul. I have met some pretty cool people along my journey so far that I am so excited to introduce you guys to, from chiropractors, fitness coaches, life coaches, acupuncturists, neuroscientists, authors, the list goes on. Get ready. Get Fit Brave is bringing you some pretty cool content. Here are your most uncommon weight loss tips. I feel like kind of in everything that I do, I sort of go against the grain a little bit. Everybody's like, yo, let's go keto. And I'm like, hey, I love carbs. And I have all my clients eat the right kind of carbs. But regardless, this is your episode for the most uncommon weight loss tips that I actually agree with. I actually, obviously I agree with them because they are my own, but I feel like not a lot of people, not a lot of fitness experts are providing this kind of content or tips. I'm sure that they might agree with me, but it's not common to hear about it. Okay. I think I've over, um, you get the point. Number one, you're really going to like this one. Do not cut out all sugar and temptations. You will not succeed. You will not maintain that. Do you have like a duration? Is there an end game for this new fitness and healthy lifestyle that you're on? Probably not. Hopefully you're doing a program or you're establishing healthy habits in your life to maintain that long term. So if that's the case, then don't cut out all sugar and temptations because what is life without ice cream and candy and pizza and burgers, etc.? If you are on, say, my eight-week mentorship for Get Fit Babe, then what I would have you do is pick a certain day of the week to actually allow yourself that temptation because cutting everything out cold turkey it's going to be extremely difficult to maintain and you might lose your mind. So what we do is if you have like really bad habits, say that you drink soda every single day and you crave soda all the time, we would sort of wean yourself off of that addiction by having two days a week that you allow yourself soda. And then after the first month, we would narrow it down to once a week. And then after the second month, we would narrow it down to maybe every other week. But you would still allow yourself to have soda because you enjoy soda. So there's no reason not to. But say that you're super strict, you're wanting to lose a certain amount of weight before a date. You can use this wean off process over a matter of a few weeks, but if you're like, nope, I want to cold turkey, all sugar, all temptations, then I highly recommend just have a date in mind so that you have something to look forward to and you avoid giving into that temptation and uh, ruining your diet by having you know that end date and a huge reward at the end of that end date. But 
I always tell my clients, hey, look, don't cut out all sugar and temptations because live your life. Number two, have one cheat meal a week, but not a whole cheat day. You will hear fitness enthusiasts say, oh, it's cheat day, blah, blah, blah. And they're sure they're unhealthy meals, right? But I would say have one cheat meal instead of cheat breakfast, cheat lunch, a cheat dinner, which turns into a cheat weekend. No, the point is having one cheat meal and I'm not going to go into the nutrition of it, but it replenishes your body in order to help your results in having one single cheat meal. So don't think of, oh, it's cheat day as the entire day. Okay, this one's really important with the holidays coming up. Schedule out your events. This means have your calendar up in front of you and know when your weddings, when your Halloween parties are, when your work events, when your Christmas parties are going to be so that throughout the week you won't be having cheat meals or having your little sweet temptation days mixed in to your week prior to an event. You'll want to use those events as your cheat meals or allowing yourself those sweet temptations. So you're sort of just strategizing a little bit when you're allowed to have what might not be so good for you so that you don't on Monday eat a huge bowl of ice cream and then go to a wedding on a Friday night. That makes sense. So with the holidays coming up, it's really important to have this scheduled out so that you can still enjoy the holidays. I don't enjoy the holidays without like chocolate covered Rice Krispie treats and apple pie and two servings of mashed potatoes and, you know, all of the goodness. So I will do really well in the days in between so that on the actual day of the holiday or the event, I can enjoy the moment and enjoy the pleasures of that celebration. Okay, you for sure have not heard this from your fitness coach, but this is my tip. Eat more. And I believe I went on a rant about this the other day in a live video, but more often than not, you're actually not eating enough, which can be just as detrimental to your health and fitness, to your goals, to your weight loss as overeating. It is a fact. It is very true. It's scientifically proven that in order to see weight loss, you must be in a caloric deficit. However, that caloric deficit has a range, and it's between 500 and 750 calories of a caloric deficit. So this means energy in, energy out. The energy out is more than what you're consuming by 500 to 750 calories to see that weight loss. The problem is when you start a exercise program, you're not only expending more energy, but it's likely that you're on a diet plan that's having you consume even less than before. So you're expending more energy and you're eating less and the balance between the two, the ratio is incorrect. So you actually end up eating too little for the exercise that you're doing. So your body actually will store the food that you eat because it thinks it's in starvation mode as it's not eating enough. And this is where muscular fatigue comes in. This is where you hit a plateau. You stop seeing results. Uh, Maybe you experience no muscle growth at all. 
So make sure that you are actually consuming enough. And a good way to do this is to actually work with a coach that has you on a customized nutrition plan or has calculated your specific caloric target. So that means not getting on a program that some huge fitness influencer just has on an app or in an ebook because anybody and everybody can do that plan, but there's no customization for you specifically. So how are you supposed to know how much and what to eat according to the exercise you're going to be doing? So highly recommend finding a coach. Sorry, I had something in my throat. Find a coach that has those two things balanced out for you specifically, or hire a nutritionist to customize a plan for you. The next uncommon weight loss tip is hide your veggies. This means I understand that it is hard to consume your vegetables. Most of the time when you think of eating veggies, you think of like a side of steamed broccoli or asparagus or cauliflower, but really like I probably consume veggie like that once a month. What I typically do for my veggie consumption is I hide them. I scramble them into my eggs. I scramble spinach. Sometimes I'll do peppers, like whatever you can put in an omelet. Try and scramble your veggies into your eggs. I blend it in into my smoothies. I will put probably two servings of veggies into a smoothie, and that would be kale and spinach. I mix it in. So into my salads, I'll not only have like kale and lettuce, but chopped up vegetables, chopped up cucumbers or peppers or whatever you can throw in a salad, mix it in. You can also mix veggies into your meat. So I'll do like ground turkey patties and I'll mix in onion and peppers and all sorts of stuff. I'm really not a chef, so... Uh, If you're better at cooking than I am, I'm sure you can find better ways to hide your veggies by scrambling them in, mixing them in, blending them in, whatever way you can sort of hide them in the food that you're already eating. Try and think of consuming veggies in that way instead of, oh, I have to eat this side of broccoli right now. Next tip is don't stick to the plan, meaning your nutrition plan. So what I do with my girls is I provide them with two sample plans. So a sample plan that outlines where they should be eating each macronutrient. And then the second plan I'll provide them is like a sample of what they can be eating for breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, and dinner, depending on what their caloric target is. But that is used as a guide. So in the Get Fit Babe exclusive group, every single day, I post a new healthy recipe for them to sort of substitute what's in their sample plan with so that they're not consuming the exact same thing day after day and week after week. Eating the exact same thing every day does not give your body the nutrient variety that it actually needs. So what I highly recommend is intuitively eating. So you can kind of start to intuitively eat once you're on more of a strict plan and learn what your body needs, how much your body needs, what macronutrients are, and then you'll find yourself intuitively eating, meaning you eat what you crave. So the other day I was craving fruit. I'm like, huh, I haven't had fruit in a while. I need to add that back in. And it was my body telling me that it was craving those nutrients. 
So I always suggest to my clients to mix it up. If not every day, then every week mix up your meal plan so that you're not consuming the exact same thing every single day and week. Um, for me, I am so lazy in the kitchen. If it takes me more than 10 minutes to prep, I won't do it. You guys know that about me. But I used to eat the exact same thing every day. I'm the type of person that can have my go-to kale salad with either salmon or ground turkey. And I have the exact same things in the salad. And I can eat that every day, twice a day, and be completely satisfied. But my acupuncture friend actually said, that is not good for you. You're not getting a variety. You're not getting the nutrients that your body needs. So now I have to mix it up. So I understand that it's a lot easier to make things in bulk and eat the same thing every day. But Realize your body needs all the colors of the rainbow, which goes to the next point. Stop meal prepping. It's overwhelming and it takes so much time. I, again, back in the day, would set up all of my Tupperware and I would have my breakfast, lunch, and dinner and all my snacks and baggies and have it all arranged for an awesome Instagram picture, right? But I figured out that A, that was taking a ton of time, and B, I don't like eating four-day-old chicken and broccoli. So what I do is I'll often make bulk protein. So on a Sunday, when I worked, when I had to leave the house uh, a few years ago, I would make like bulk protein so that I would have that just ready for max three days. And I would then mix up my veggies for each meal. So if you make like bulk ground turkey, you can have a taco salad one day. You can have an actual taco the next day. You can have, um, I mean, I'm just kind of going off the top of my head here. But point being, you can make different meals out of the same protein. So you make chicken and you have a chicken breast with a side of rice and veggies one day and then you cut up that chicken breast for the next day and you make a really healthy wrap. And then the day after that you put the chicken into maybe a gluten-free healthy pasta where you have a vinaigrette dressing or whatever. So you guys get the point. Um, Stop meal prepping. It is really good to plan ahead and have those grab-and-go snacks and um, healthy meals ready for you, but it's overwhelming, it's intimidating, and you'll be eating the exact same thing every day, which nobody likes to do. So my suggestion, again, make bulk protein, or there's so many good food uh, meal prep companies that will actually do the cooking for you and drop it at your door. Um, My friend does this, and he gets his meal prep at like between 11 and uh, 1 a.m., and he'll open the door in the morning, and like his food will be there waiting for him for the week. It's obviously on ice packs, don't worry, but um, it is a really good alternative if you're doing like, say, a three-month weight loss plan and you want to pay like 80 bucks for five meals for the week or whatever. I don't know what the price is for um, it exactly, but that's a really good option is a meal prep company that helps you with that, takes the overwhelm off of you and um, makes your meals for you. I mean, I probably will do that once in my life before I can afford a chef because I hate cooking. Anyways, 
Um, if meal prepping works for you and you have a system, obviously don't take my advice, but if you're somebody who is held back by the health and fitness world and you're just overwhelmed and intimidated with nutrition and meal prep is one of those intimidating factors, I grant you permission to never meal prep again. Okay, last tip is add weight. So toning, you guys, is not a scientific term. Oh, I want to tone my legs. Oh, I want to tone my arms. My butt needs toning. Okay, yeah, we all know what that means, but it's actually called muscle growth. To tone means to give greater strength or firmness to a specific area. Again, that's really good. Let me repeat that. Toning isn't a scientific term. To actually tone, it means to give greater strength or firmness to fill in the blank. So meaning you need to build muscle in order to tone your body. And in order to build muscle, you'll want to increase your weight. A lot of girls are like, why is my butt growing? Why can't I, you know, I'm doing booty exercises. Why don't I have a bigger butt yet? And it's like, okay, well, you need to add weight. Body weight exercises will get you so far, and it is really great to mix those into your workouts to have variety and to uh, work your muscles in different way and just to have that body weight strength. But when it comes to muscle growth, you're going to want to add weight. As a woman, you will not bulk up. The bulky women that you see that are lifting weights, they're also on a ton of supplements, uh, probably maybe even bad supplements that help them look that way. And they actually want to work that way. They're working to look that way. They like the way they look. So adding weight, using weight in your workouts, lifting weights does not make you bulky, does not make you look like a man. Guys, trust me on this. Add weight to your exercises and the game will change for you. Okay. This is my podcast on uncommon weight loss tips. Let me know if you guys have any questions about any of these and what you want the next podcast to be about. I always love your feedback. And yeah, if you're so inclined, leave a review. Podcasts thrive from downloads and reviews. And I kind of, you know, want this to be my future. So if you like my podcast, I would absolutely adore you if you left an iTunes review for me. All right, you guys have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.